come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 189 of Word on the Main Street Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And we have another show for you today. Yes, we do. <laughs> there we go. It, it's gonna be <laughs> Could you not hear me before? No. Did you say something before that? I said, and I'm Brian Lords. Oh, yeah, we heard that. Then I said, we have oh, a show okay. for you. And then you. And then I said, there. yes, we do. Yes, yes. Yes, we do. First, I got to <laughs> say, we missed saying happy birthday to Mickey Mouse last week. Yes. So, happy birthday, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> All right. Indeed. And then, of course, it's Thanksgiving week. So tomorrow, as this is being released, it's Thanksgiving. So be thankful for things, even though there's not as many things this year. But uh, there's still a lot to be thankful for. So <laughs> Still quite a bit to be thankful for. Possibly even more to be thankful for this year. If you think about it. Possibly. <laughs> that's deep very deep but i digress <laughs> let's go ahead and uh thank our beautiful talented sponsor get away today absolutely get away today is a fantastic travel company to work with and while they can't currently get you to the disneyland resort they can definitely get you to disney world or other vacation destinations uh some in southern california some in southern utah las vegas um if you need to get on vacation let them know they're going to find somewhere for you to go even if it isn't disney and don't forget about their new travel savings plan that we talked about last week i don't want to go too in depth in that today but if you haven't listened to last week's show, listen to that. I give all the details. Or you can go visit them on their website, and all those details will be there as well. But if you're going to be doing any kind of travel, make sure you let them know about our promo code. It is Main Street 10. That is all lowercase, the number one zero. That's going to get you $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. So visit them in their office in South Ogden, Utah, online at www.getawaytoday.com, or give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. And that $10 could get you... Uh, maybe like Something an app. Great. Maybe like a, a dessert over at Carthay Circle, which is now open. So use that $10. That sounds good. To get a that Carthay Circle good. dessert. Um, I'm sure there's creme brulee or something there. there. I need to do that. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely check out Getaway Today. Uh, so this week at the Disneyland Resort, like we said last week, they were opening the uh the uh, uh coveted buena vista street over at california adventure 
So if you're in downtown Disney, that's a little extension. I heard it was crazy on the day it opened. Uh, I'm heard, sure it was. Heard the line was about uh, a mile long or so um, and took forever for people to get into. And then there were just lines to wait in when you got there. So, yeah. Yay. Well, that's what <laughs> happens when you have all of us that are just waiting for the park to open so much that we don't care about COVID or anybody suffering. We just want the parks to open so we can go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly More there may be a little bit of foreshadowing in that <laughs> but uh it, i mean it's true there's a lot of people wanting to get into the disneyland resort and they don't even care if anything's really open they just want to be there so it's true um there's there's just a lot of demand for it which for me why wouldn't they just open the rest of the park for the same kind of thing Maybe some yeah. sort of a themed festival with food that they've done in the past. And when the social distancing. Open. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's about it going, at, going on at the Disneyland Resort currently. So let's move on to Brian's Trivia Corner where the trivia is at a 90 degree angle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, everybody. It is once again everybody's favorite part of the show, trivia time. Yee-hee. Yee-hee, indeed. And uh, I did get quite a few answers on last week's question, and every single one that I received was indeed correct. And the question last week was... Who hosted the now extinct Golden Dreams attraction where Ariel's Undersea Adventure now sits? And Sean gave us a little tidbit about this person being in Superstar Limo. And then I made the mistake of saying she. So that kind of narrowed the <laughs> uh, the possibilities by about 50%. Uh, so hopefully that helped you guys out. Um, hopefully you guys didn't need those hints, but, uh, that answer of course was Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, that was who hosted the golden dreams attraction that I never saw. Sean, did you ever go to golden dreams? Nope. As a kid, it did not look enjoyable. So I never went. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And then Sounds as an right. adult, it and didn't exist. <laughs> It's true. We kind of missed the boat on that one. But uh, I guess that was just a, a product of our age at the time that it was around. <coughs> Excuse me. But anyway, let's move on to this week's question. And this is going to test your listening abilities here on the show. Uh -oh. Who's been listening for a while? Um, who's been starting to listen recently that's backtracked and listened to previous episodes. Um, if you don't know the answer to this one, you can find it in our show. Last year, I believe it was. Um, right around this time, I think. So there's your, there's your hint of where you can find the answer at. But the question is going to be, 
like I said, show related, not really Disneyland related. <laughs> I mean, it is Disneyland related because it is a treat from there. But I want to know how much people are listening. And the question is going to be, what was Brian's favorite harvest slash Thanksgiving treat that him and Sean got to try last year thanks to a generous listener? It was so good. If you, It was. <laughs> And if you're that listener, you are going to know this answer unless you forgot that you sent it to us <laughs> or forgot what it was that you sent. But I don't think that's probably the case. So if you guys have been listening and you remember what that treat was, Brian really wants some of that right now. I would love to get my hands on some of that, but I don't think that's happening anytime soon. Um if you know or think you know, make sure you send that answer to me. That is Brian B R Y A N dot W O T M S at Gmail dot com. Fantastic. And if you want to contact us, we would love for you to do so. Brian just gave you his email, but my email is Sean S E A N dot W O T M S at Gmail dot com. Or you can give us a call over at eight zero one nine two three two four five five and leave us a voicemail. If you don't want us to talk about the voicemail or uh, play it on the air, go ahead and let us know before uh, you start the message or after. We'll listen to the whole thing, I swear. Um, and then, of course, another way is social media. So Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. You can uh, reach us at those places on social media. Um, and then, of course, if you want to support the podcast there's a few ways you can do that you can uh subscribe to the show um on uh well, well brian will give you the following platforms in just a second but you can subscribe to the show listen to it every week share it with those that might also enjoy it and leave us a, a nice five-star review but uh, where can people do this stuff as far as listening and uh, subscribing and reviewing that would, of course, be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, and Amazon Music. And, of course, you can donate to the word on the main street with your hard-earned cash at patreon.com slash word on the main street. And we do have a new patron on our Patreon. <gasps> Gasp. It is... Maybe they just wanted us to uh, promote their podcast <laughs> and then they'll cancel it. I'm just kidding. I don't know, but that's okay. <laughs> but uh, all aboard podcast, I believe that's what it's called. All aboard. They also say all aboard at the Disneyland railroad. I don't know if that's part of their title, uh, but it's all aboard Disneyland podcast. Uh, I'm going to listen to them tomorrow. By, uh, three fantastic individuals. So thank you very much for your donation to us. Uh, we, we very much appreciate it. Hope your podcast is doing well. Um, and um, yeah, like Brian said, I'm going to have to take a listen, subscribe and, and see what they're all about. And who knows? Maybe that'll lead to some sort of collaboration amongst podcasts or or something i don't know but uh but we'll find out so thank you guys so much for your beautiful amazing donation to the cause that is word on the main street podcast absolutely thank you so much and then we also <laughs> coincidentally got a new review uh so 
whether we get a good review or a bad review, we are going to read it on the show. I bet you can't guess based on that what this is going to be. <laughs> and of course, we're going to talk about the review like we do if it's good or bad. So this one happens to be a pretty bad review. It's a one-star review. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, so we're going to read that review, of course. We're going to break it down and talk about things. And hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully you enjoy it as much as we do. So hopefully we can clarify some things. Yeah, let's, uh, let's clear the air a little bit. I doubt this person's going to be listening to get the air cleared. But uh, yeah, based on the review, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> but let's read this review. Let's get into it. So um, the full title of the review, I can't see it all. So uh, I just won't read that, but you'll get the point of what the title's trying to make here in a second. But this was uh, given to us by Lisa underscore Hazen is the username. Um, let's, uh, let's dive into this. So she says, in giving the quote-unquote news about the park's reopening schedule, they go on at length about their dislike for Governor Newsom, but didn't give a single moment of airtime to the local infection rates or conditions to support whether the restrictions are justified or unjustified. So we'll stop right there. That's uh, about half of the review. Um, so basically, yes, we don't like Governor Gavin Newsom, Commander Gavin Newsom, <laughs> Commander uh, Dictator Gavin Newsom. We are not fans, as is much of uh, the Disneyland community, um, oh, or as I, the California, California community. community. So yeah, there's a lot of people that we know that we follow that just are not fans of the governor. We're not uh, for Disneyland reasons at least on this podcast. And uh, I just wanted to say, you know, we are, Brian knows this, everybody that listens to us knows this. Our podcast is about Disneyland. It's an opinion-based yes. podcast. So we don't really go over statistics or anything like that. We read stuff in our personal time. We look at statistics in our personal time and, we make our personal opinions based on uh, the statistics and the news articles and all that fun stuff that we've read in the past. So then we deliver our opinion on a story involving Disneyland. So, um, so yeah, we, we never really get into, uh, you know, COVID infection rates and, and deaths per hundred K uh, of the population, stuff like that. That's not something we do. We just merely say this sucks or this is great or whatever. Especially since the flu kills more people. And so uh, if you've listened to any of the episodes, I mean, we've ripped on Newsom quite a bit, as Brian will agree. Um, oh, yeah. It's not something we normally do. We don't talk about politicians unless they are affecting Disneyland because that's what the podcast is. It's a Disneyland podcast. So we have lots of opinions about things affecting our favorite place in the entire world, Disneyland. So, uh, But 
four leases. Uh, uh, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for for in her honor. I did look up some uh, statistics to just kind of back up our opinion on why we think Disneyland should be open just like every other park <laughs> in the world right now. So I just uh, looked up a few statistics. I looked up uh, the CDC. Um, I looked up uh, deaths per 100,000 people in various states. And uh, in Florida, where Walt Disney World's been open since July, uh, their overall death rate has been 84 deaths per 100,000. The United States average is 78 deaths per 100,000. And uh, California is about almost half that <laughs> at 47 per 100,000 um, people in California. So they're actually really low on the death rate um, list uh, in the United States. Um, so just wanted to, to point that out. Florida has opened. They have a higher death rate uh, per 100,000 population anyway and they've opened they've seen a decline in cases they've seen a decline in deaths and uh what else um there's been no evidence of outbreak at the uh disney world resort so in my opinion why wouldn't california open right they're not doing as bad Sounds as like Florida. based on the numbers <laughs> the deaths and the infection rate i think we're justified in saying what we said. Yeah. And then I took it a little further. I thought, well, that's based on population, right? Let's, uh, let's find out what the uh, death rate is for, you know, infected people. So I looked up the United States. It's about a 2.1% death rate if you're, if you're infected. Um, in Florida, it's about 1.9%, which is lower than the national average. California is at 1.6%. Um, let's see, France, uh, where Disney Paris is open, is 2.3%, uh, which is higher than our national average, but Disney Paris opened just fine. Uh, Hong Kong, they've got a 1.9% death rate. I don't know if their numbers are accurate. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Shanghai, they're 5.4% death rate. Uh, and they're open. And Tokyo, Japan, well, all of Japan, as a 1.4% death rate. So the second lowest death rate is in California um, hmm. out of all these places where Disney- Imagine that. Open. So uh, based on that and the fact that uh, people like ourselves who are young-ish <laughs> and uh, fairly hey, healthy- Are you saying the ish because <laughs> of me? Well, I'm, I'm only feel, three years older. I feel like I'm an old man too. Uh, okay. But, I thought but you were just saying ish because of me. Where most of the death rate is coming from the uh, 60, what is it, 64 and older, 65 and older uh, community. And it's probably much less for people, you know, the average person uh, that's around our age, maybe younger, uh, who doesn't die from this thing. So Yeah. So basically the, the elderly and the <laughs> immunocompromised should not go to Disneyland. Are the right. biggest risk factor <laughs> demographic, correct? Yeah. And so like we've um, been saying on the uh, on the podcast many times, 
Disneyland should be able to open with proper health restrictions. Um, yeah, we've never said it should just be full-blown. Let's wear our masks. Open. Let's keep that distance and try to prevent it with hygiene and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but literally, I don't see, as far as stuff I've read and these statistics, I don't see a case for California needing to shut down that many jobs, which is our big concern. Um, is the jobs that were lost, the people that don't have an income right now. Um, when uh, when the numbers are just, I mean, I risk my life more driving to uh, to the store than I do of uh, dying from COVID. So um, that's but just- But I thought uh, we were just big <laughs> mad that we couldn't go to Disneyland. Uh, yes, 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 yes. So the, the, uh, the review continues, they're just big mad they can't go to Disneyland while people are dying, uh, which is actually a very low rate. Um, and I've never heard big mad before. I don't know if that's is a that, thing. Is there a little mad? Can Maybe. I be a little mad? I assume. Huh. I, I, you can be a little mad. <laughs> but uh, big mad, we're big mad that we can't go to Disneyland while people are dying. This is true. I mean, people die every day, even without COVID. And yes, I do want to go to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter what the conditions are. Um, yeah, if, if Brian here was on his deathbed, hopefully that doesn't happen for quite some time. But yes, I'd still want to go to Disneyland. I mean, we love Disneyland. That's why we're doing this podcast. I'm sure if I had died, Brian would still have the desire to go to Disneyland at some point. Um, maybe not right now. But you know, you know yeah. what I'm saying, right? We love Disneyland. I get what you're saying. (laughs) Hopefully none of us are going to die anytime soon. But yes, we do want to go to Disneyland. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Even if things are happening. So uh, she continues, I came for the news, not the tantrum. Um, I do want to clarify, I've never screamed and yelled and thrown stuff across the room and jumped up and down while recording this podcast. I don't know about Brian. I can't see him every time we're recording, but um, you know, I don't think we've thrown any tantrums. We've just given our opinions. And I must say we have offered, you know, if you have a differing opinion, we're fine with that. And feel free to reach out because mm-hmm. we'd love to uh, discuss your opinion. Um, that's, that's how grownups, you know, change opinions and ideas and, and uh, so if you can have a, a good discussion, maybe we could change our opinion or you might change yours or we'll just leave thinking the same thing we thought before. Um, and still be friends. <laughs> yeah, and still be, still be friends. Uh, she says, granted, I only listened to one episode, but when I started looking at previous reviews, this doesn't seem like an isolated observation. Um, I don't even believe she listened to one full episode. <laughs> no. No, because usually when we talk about stuff like this, we do say we don't like getting political. Uh, these are our opinions. You can have different opinions and uh, let us know if you do, because we'd like to hear it. Um, so I don't, I, maybe she listened to a full episode, but it's, to me, it's kind of harsh to judge us so poorly based on one episode out of 189 episodes uh, that she has failed to listen to. So, um, you know, she can do it if she wants. I just say, Hey, reach out to us. Let's, let's have a discussion before you 
you uh, throw a tantrum <laughs> and leave us a one-star review. Um, Can I then, also say that I think the only other review that we've had that has been this negative was about the fact that we used the R word. Which we apologized for. <laughs> we did. And I must say we haven't we used it since. came across as judgment, judgmental about alcohol, which and I don't think food. we've ever been either. But We just don't drink. That's all, that's all I feel like that, we've said. We've only been accused of bad sound quality on my voice. Vocal fry. <laughs> yep. So uh, I'll read the rest. She says, maybe you like that kind of thing in which cause carry on. This podcast is probably for you. It's not for me though, which is fine, which is fine. We're not a podcast yep. that everybody We're likes. We're not for everybody. Not everybody likes this format where we just, uh, you know, off the cuff talk about Disneyland news and our opinions and stuff like that. But that's what our show is. It's just uh, a conversational podcast. Not everybody likes it. We understand. Um, but yeah, that's all I got to say, really. Anything else you'd like to add? No, I think we pretty well covered it. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry that you were <laughs> bothered by the way that we covered the part of the one episode that you listened to. But uh, hopefully you're giving us another shot listening to some previous episodes because that's not all it's about. Um, I feel like during this time, it's harder to come up with material as is. So we're doing our best to try and stay somewhat relevant in the news sphere when it comes to Disneyland and everything going on. Um, Governor Newsom sucks. Field has made some poor decisions <laughs> and um, that's okay for us to think that. And if you think he's making good decisions, that's okay for you to think that we will not uh, cast a judgment on anybody that thinks differently from us. So um, hopefully you can give us another chance. If not, is what it is, and uh, we'll all just move on and live happily ever after. Nice, nice. Well said. Thank you for the review. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, if you do like the podcast, I mean, we love it when you can combat these reviews with good reviews. So uh, if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a five-star review. Yeah. Um, and if you're not, feel free to reach out. Maybe we can... Uh, fix something before you uh you throw your little tantrum just kidding i just say that because they said that or abandon ship <laughs> but uh yeah so we just wanted to cover our latest review uh usually the bad ones we dive deeper into because it's a little more fun um, yeah to do it that way good reviews we still love them <laughs> usually we just read them verbatim and say thank you because yes we don't really need to defend ourselves for people liking us. How dare you say that you liked what I said? <laughs> Get out of here. All right. Let us move forward. Now that that's out of the system, we can uh, get to the news of Disneyland, which does not involve Governor Newsom at all. So That makes uh, me happy. This episode's for you, Lisa. No Newsom <laughs> at all. Uh, which is how we like it as well. So We do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's head on into the news for the day, unless Brian has more to add. I forgot to ask. Not at this time. Cool. 
let's uh let's go with the bad news first uh grad night has been canceled for the year 2021 at disneyland resort so even if the resorts are open that is not going to happen so my apologies for the class of 2021 um, that would be going to one of these but uh disney sent an email to school coordinators um, that says uh, recently released state guidelines related to theme parks put us in limbo and said the company is unable to move forward with grad night 2021 disneyland says we look forward to celebrating your students two grad nights in a row yep yep um so that's about it don't expect a grad night which yeah if the parks end up opening, isn't that bad for everybody else? <laughs> so that's uh, true. So sorry to the class of 2021 that was going to go, but uh, I will enjoy your misfortune, I guess, if I can go during that time. So um, just so you know, not <laughs> fun of the class of 2021 for their ability to not go. We're just thinking it would be nice that we don't have to worry about that. Should we be able to go? Thank you for clarifying. Don't get offended. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You're, you're my I, PR. I just gotta, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to just kind of buffer between the, the bad reviews and us like on, <laughs> on the fly now. That's a good, that's a good idea. You know, <laughs> All right. Just put in these disclaimers. <laughs> uh, we'll go with even more bad news uh, for uh, people that uh, quite enjoy a certain Imagineer by the name of Joe Rody. Uh, Joe Rody is retiring as a Disney Imagineer. Uh, for those curious who Joe Rody is, if I tell you he's the guy with the dangly earring thing. And his ear is hanging He's down. the Disney dangler. Disney dangler. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's retiring. Uh, this man, this legend, I should say. Uh, I don't know if he's actually, was. is he a legend yet? If he's not, he will be. He will be for sure. Um, but just so you guys are aware, some of the recent stuff he did was the world of Avatar over in Animal Kingdom. So that was quite a big project and looks really cool even for somebody like myself who does not really enjoy avatar i want to go there because it looks so cool oh so do i um so you've got that he also oversaw the guardians of the galaxy update for tower of terror at california adventure such a success good job joe i mean i was mad at first some might say i threw a tantrum but <laughs> But uh, it's a good one. So, uh, and then uh, also the Villages Nature Eco Resort next to Disneyland Paris. I don't know much about that, uh, but it's probably pretty sweet. So, um, Rody says, I will still be thinking about things and doing things and talking about things. Uh, Rody promised in his post, noting the tremendous debt that I owe to our guests and our fans who have been so generous. Working as an Imagineer has made me a good designer, but it is all of you who have made me a better person. Aww. Oh, thanks, Joe. So it looks like he posted a, a photo. I don't know if the photos of 
and I don't I don't know what he's working on. <laughs> it doesn't it quite looks say almost like the Temple of the Forbidden Eye, but I don't think it is. I'm thinking probably something in Animal Kingdom. I don't know how old Animal <laughs> Kingdom is. He looks pretty young uh, in that photo. So yeah, um, and not as dangly. Not as dangly. So. Joe, thank you for serving the Disney company with your imagineering skills. We appreciate you and good luck on your journey. So I'm wondering if he's going to consult on other things. I would imagine he'd still consult just like uh, Tony it Baxter It seems does. like a lot of imagineers do that after they retire. So that's yeah. probably going to be expected. So stay in touch, Joe. <laughs> just kidding call I mean, in yeah we'd be free. happy to talk um we'll just go bottom up like we've been doing on the agenda so far so uh um, what agenda yeah that's true hashtag no agenda i haven't used that in a while uh, it's been a while <laughs> all right new virtual reality adventure star wars tales from the galaxy's edge is available now but you have to have an Oculus to do it. So uh, if anyone has an Oculus and wants to invite me over, I'll wear a mask. Uh, I want to do this. So. <laughs> Just don't throw a tantrum if you can't find anybody. <laughs> I won't. I'll try not to. Um, so it says that uh, this takes place on the outskirts of Black Spire Outpost on the planet of Batu, as depicted in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, players take on the role of a droid repair technician operating near Batu, but when a group of Guavian death gang pirates attack, they'll be forced to jettison the ship's mysterious cargo and head for the escape pods. After crashing on the planet, players will discover never-before-revealed areas of Batu and discover that anyone in, a, in the galaxy can become a hero. Um... It also says during the adventure, players will meet unforgettable new characters like Seas Slack, played by Bobby Moynihan, a boisterous Azumel bartender, and nefarious Guavian death gang cell leader Tara Rasheen, played by Deborah Wilson. They will also adventure alongside classic characters like R2-D2, C-3PO, still played by Anthony Daniels, and the owner of Black Spire Outpost Droid Depot, Mubo, played by Matthew Wood. Um, I'm not sure where I saw it. I swear I saw it on here. Oh, here it is. Thanks to C-Zlack's storytelling skills, players will step into the role of Jedi Padawan Adi Sunzi, played by Ellie Arazia or Areza <laughs> and work alongside Jedi Master Yoda played by Frank Oz. Oh goodness. To confront the darkness that now lurks within a Jedi temple. Um, so you can visit the temple of darkness, uh, which is featured in the Phantom Menace. Oh, sorry. It's a story set hundreds of years before events of the Phantom Menace. So that could be pretty dark and crazy. So uh if you've got wait it wait a minute wait a minute whoa, 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 what, then what, how what? is c3po in this i think i think it's just another story you can do 
I think okay. Temple of Darkness I... is another one that you can Oh, do. yeah. Okay. I'm seeing that now. I should have clarified okay. that a little more, but... Uh... I was going to say, if this is hundreds of years before Phantom Menace, we first met <laughs> 3PO in Phantom Menace, right. and he was just like bare wires and gears. He wasn't yeah. even plated yet. So I think uh, most of it takes place in the now in Star, to- Star Wars. And then you have Temple of Darkness, which is set hundreds of years before Phantom Menace. So, boom, shakalaka. I want to play it. I heard that this is how uh, Governor Newsom wants everybody to visit Disneyland now. You have to have an Oculus. (laughs) I heard he has one if you want to go over for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I won't uh, get too far into... Uh, things that that guy has done uh, as of recent but uh, uh, let's see Walt Disney World not Disneyland of course but uh, Walt Disney World is bringing back park hoppers uh, in January so just right after Sean Rapier the word on the Main Street man on the Main Street will be going to Disney World Uh, they will release park hoppers so (laughs) sorry Sean (laughs) You go in So starting January 1st, guests who purchased a ticket or annual pass with park hopper benefits will be able to visit more than one park per day. Um, there will be modifications. Uh, basically, you have to use the Disney Park Pass reservation system and uh, reserve your first park that you plan to visit that day. So you can park hop, but you have to start at a certain park that hmm. you reserve. Um, not sure what that's going to do, <laughs> uh, but there you go. Um, and then uh, additionally, we will set specific park hopper hours during which this option will be available. Park hopper hours will start at 2 p.m. each day and end at the park scheduled close time. So you can't hop right at the beginning of the day. You have to wait until two o'clock, which is maybe why you you have to schedule. They probably get a good feel for how many people are going to be there that day by two o'clock would be my guess. That um, sounds about right. So, um, Also, it should be noted uh, that, um, that they could start earlier at a later date, depending on the day and park. So just make sure you check before you go. To, to get the official details, um, which you can view on the My Disney Experience app. So, boom. Uh, pro tip, maybe uh, Sean can do this while he's there, uh, but I found out that if you have a magic band, uh, you can set, if you've got an XR iPhone or newer, you can set an automation so you can actually scan your magic band with your phone and have it do something on your phone. So somebody was hmm. saying uh, you could have it open up the, ex- the Parks Experience app so that when you're there, instead of going to find the app and all that jazz, you just scan your magic band and your phone will automatically pull it up for you. I thought that was pretty cool. It's kind of so, neat. Uh, Shauna, if you've got a magic band, feel free to try that out. Sounds pretty cool. So, uh, anything you'd like to add up till this point? 
No, not really. <laughs> Perhaps you will in a bit. But first, Hong Kong Castle of Magical Dreams has been unveiled. It looks pretty cool. I don't know if Brian checked out the details or not. Um, but uh, it's inspired by 13 stories of different Disney princesses. Um, you can see if you're looking at the article, uh, they've got some fun little details. So the photo that they show is a photo of the tower that's themed after Mulan. And it has uh, golden Mushu at the top, which is pretty cool banging a little gong. Um, but they say, if you look closely at the towers, you might spot Snow White's apple, Abu, Mushu, and Merida's bow and arrow. Um, and then they say, additionally, murals depicting each princess and queen pursuing their passions can be found around the area. Um, I thought that picture, are you looking at the article right now? I am, yes. Right below the picture of Mushu, that like stained glass window that they have. Uh, it reminds me of Kingdom Hearts. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> it looks just like the beginning of Kingdom Hearts. It does. When you're on the stained glass floor. Now I want to go play Kingdom Hearts. They just released a new game, I should say that. Yeah, it's like... Uh, Chain isn't it like... Oh, uh, Melody something? DDR meets Kingdom Hearts. To me, it's almost like Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's probably Because you use your controller. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all music. I played the demo. It's really fun. Um, but it's 60 bucks. <laughs> I can't pay $60 for a game like that. And I was just like, there better be, like, a lot to this game <laughs> if I'm going to pay 60 I, bucks. I mean, you it. give me a full Kingdom Hearts game, I will drop 60 bucks oh, yeah. on that easy. And I have done that. But yeah, for <laughs> something as simple as a Parappa the Rapper style, um, there's a lot of people that are probably listening to this have no <laughs> idea what Parappa we're talking about. Go Google it. Um, but I can't, I can't justify that kind of money on a game like that. No. So if there's, if there's something more to it, I might be able to do it. Otherwise, I'm waiting for that one to go on sale. I would recommend if you have access to the Switch at your house. I know your child plays it quite a bit, but uh, does <laughs> they have the de they have the demo on the Switch, and so you can play. I think there's like three or four songs that you can play through, see what it's like. But hmm. I played it, and I'm like, this. I wonder if this is going to be like thirty bucks, and then I look at the price, and it's a full sixty bucks. No. Dang, there better be a lot to this game. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, as far as this castle goes, I thought this was kind of cool. Um, so part of the transformation, the resort invited guests, cast members, community partners, and Disney friends, including Mickey Mouse, to share their own dreams and wishes on magical dream cards. Uh, these cards were collected in a treasure chest and lifted to the top of the tallest tower in the castle ensuring that the heart of the resort will always be filled with hopes and dreams. Ow. Pretty symbolic and pretty cool. So yeah, pretty awesome. It's a good looking castle uh, for how diverse it is. <laughs> for sure. So 
uh, let's get to uh, actual Disneyland news. That's uh, good news. So first, since we missed Mickey's birthday, let's start with Mickey's birthday and what the Disneyland Resort did for his birthday. So um, it's nothing we can actually see at the moment, but there is a nice picture of it. Um, so for Mickey's birthday, uh, they refurbished the iconic partner statue in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. Um, so it has been restored to its original grandeur. So uh, it almost looks gold. <laughs> it's pretty it wild does. looking. Uh, it, it's pretty awesome. So um, it says the beloved partner statue, which we've even talked about this, uh, was created by famous Disney sculptor Blaine Gibson. Features Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse. The photo above on the left. Oh, I guess I'm wrong. Photo on the left uh, was taken at its original unveiling on November 18th, 1993. So the gold one is the the old one. Gotcha. <laughs> the, when it was new, uh, the one on the right, I believe, is the one that uh, that is now what it looks like now. So. Um, it says over time, the bronze has had oxidized and because of the applied patina, acrylic polymer and wax, it required a more intensive process than just a simple cleaning or polishing. Over four days, an artisan utilized a process using crushed walnut shells <laughs> to gently strip the figure down to the bare bronze. After cleaning, various chemicals were applied were applied and heated with a blowtorch to create a reaction and fuse with the bronze. The figure was coated in a polymer to protect the patina, then coated with a very thin layer of wax. So I'm curious to see what it looks like, but uh, perhaps it is the one on the right. I don't know. <laughs> um, it looks very similar to the one I've seen anyway. So, uh, And then huh. of course, Guests visiting downtown Disney right now will have the opportunity to see the Storyteller statue, which is the one featuring Walt in his 1920s era attire uh, with Mickey Mouse on top of a suitcase. So I would love to see any of those right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how, why did they have to restore this one? That it has, it's not that old. I, I don't know. I'm curious if they restored it back to what it looked like. Cause then that would make sense. Cause it's, it has gotten really dark and has that, uh, that patina on it, but like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just cleaned it huh. up. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yay, Mickey, happy birthday. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't yet, go check out the new birthday um car well i guess they're not really birthday cartoons but new cartoons that they put on disney plus on mickey's birthday and it looks like we're going to be getting two new ones every friday for the oh, time really? being so i haven't watched them yet oh they're good i did see a clip and uh the new Minnie mouse sounds pretty good yeah she does a good job it's it is a little disheartening to know Rusey's not doing it anymore, yep. but somebody's got to take the torch and yeah. keep it going. So it's got to happen at some point. So we miss Rusey, but uh, yeah, congratulations on the uh, lady that uh, scored that gig. 
Yeah, I don't even remember who that is. I had the name not too long ago, but uh, I assume you're looking it up. <laughs> Whatever gave you that idea? Oh, you staring down at a f- screen that I assume is your phone. That is true. And full disclosure, we're still doing this over Zoom. So We are. Brian's got kind of comfortable with Zoom. I think we all have. Much to Sean's <laughs> chagrin, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, I need to clean this place up before you come back. So, <laughs> yeah, you're good. I did some redecorating in the old studio. Uh, so it's a little messy. Plus, I work down here now. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Did you find it? I am a working on that. All right. Well, oh, here it is. Oh, sweet. Caitlin Robrock. There you go. Caitlin Robrock, new Minnie Mouse. Come do an interview. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Please do. I mean, I'm all, I'm all for it. It looks like she has done some previous voiceover work. It looks like she's already taken over on Mickey and the Roadster Racers yeah. in 2019 and 20. Um, some A little bit of work on Doc McStuffins. Frozen 2, um, StarCraft cool. 2. How cool would it be to have a gig like that? You're, you're Minnie Mouse, right? Yeah. Like you're set. You're set for life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you royally screw up somewhere or die, like you have jobs. Yeah. And yeah. And everyone loves you because you're Minnie Mouse. So I feel like as long as she keeps doing a good job, she's she's got a gig for a while. Yeah. Yep. <coughs> because like, she was uh, born in nineteen eighty three, so she's still dang quite young. So dang. she can keep doing it. There's a job for a good long time. I need to work on my Mickey hey, not my Mickey, my uh Goofy or Donald. So when uh, one of those guys go yeah, Mickey's. I, I can scoop that baby up. He re- replaced many yeah. options, barely replaced. So once Bill Farmer and Tony and Selma decided to call it quits, I gotta be somebody's right got to take that up. <laughs> Hopefully right. not for a long time. Yes, yes. Uh, all right, on to the last item of business. Um, as far as news goes, uh, we have talked about avengers campus quite a bit you've talked about the new spider-man ride and the spider bots uh you're going to be able to get your hands on a spider bot before the parks open um and they look pretty cool not gonna lie um don't know if brian watched the video on it um if not, brian did not no biggie uh so you will be able to pick up these spider bots uh, from Avengers Campus at the downtown Disney District at Disneyland Resort at both World of Disney and the Backlot Premier Shop beginning December 4th. Um, they say every superhero needs a friendly sidekick to help protect their neighborhood. These spider bots put you in control of the action to battle opponents with programmed combat and defensive abilities. They can crawl backward and forward, crouch, spin 360 degrees, stare down with their laser eyes, attack opponent spider bots, and even blast off their shields. 
check out the video below, which is uh, the video I was referring to. Um, they look really cool. I'm really liking the toys that Disney's putting out for stuff like this. Um, with uh, Galaxy's Edge, you can build an R2 unit. You can build a BB-8 unit. Um, it's, uh, it's really cool. So uh, this is just another edition of cool toys for a new land. Um, so basically, if you're an annual pass holder, you'll have the opportunity to make a reservation for a special upcoming, upcoming limited quantity pre-sale event in the downtown Disney district from November 30th through December 3rd. During the special pre-sale event, you may also find Special Avengers Campus merchandise available to you before the land opens. So it says head on over to the annual Passholder Facebook page beginning November 25th for more information. If anyone is a Passholder and wants to get me one of these, obviously with my payment, of course, uh, <laughs> You mean you don't want them to just foot the bill? If they want, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I just Spider Man is one of my favorite superheroes. I'll correct myself; he is my favorite superhero, uh, and so the Spider Bot speaks to me on a level yeah. that uh, an R two unit and a BB unit would speak to me. So this is pretty cool. I'm excited. I'm not sure of the cost. I'm going to guess it's somewhere around the same price as the R2 units or the BB units, the Galaxy's Edge, uh, but we'll, we'll see. So um, I don't know if they'll be coming to shop Disney. Didn't say it was, so we'll see. It might be a park exclusive uh, for quite a while until the parks open up. We'll see. Who knows? Are you I can, excited? however, attest that Sean is a very big Spider-Man fan and has been since before Tom Holland. <laughs> yes, this is true. He I suffered even... <laughs> through the Tobey Maguire years. I will say, I when I saw him, I was like, yeah, Spider-Man. And then I saw the uh, Andrew Garfield ones, and I was like, those ones sucked. <laughs> well, I have yeah. to say, the third Toby Maguire, Spider-Man one. I was like, this is weird. I don't like it. Yeah, uh, but it, it got worse and worse with each one. Andrew Garfield, I was like, all right, this is, uh, this is a little better. And then they axed him and did Tom Holland. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, see what happens here with the third reboot. <laughs> uh, and uh, Tom they Holland. struck gold. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he looks like a kid. You know what I mean? He looks like a Peter Parker. Uh-huh. And, yes. uh, man, he does a really good, like, Brooklyn area type uh, accent um, for being a He does because it blew my guy. mind. It blew my <laughs> mind when I heard him just talking. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he is from <laughs> England. I yeah. cannot even believe it. Super convincing. Uh, yeah. And I got the uh, opportunity to go to his panel and see him in person. Yeah, that's, lucky. That's pretty cool. But uh, I love Spider-Man. I was not fortunate to draw out on that. <laughs> I was very excited. Uh, and I'm very excited for... I'm excited for the ride, even though it's, to me, is uh, looking like a Toy Story mania. Just Spider-Man. We'll see. Could be a lot different. <laughs> 
but we'll find out. I hope it's a little different. Me too. Me too. But I do Um, want a spider bot. Me too. And then we can battle. (laughs) Yes. Uh, All right. So those are all the news pieces. We've got two discussions that we're going to, that we're going to go through and then we'll call it good for the night because that all took quite some time uh, and we don't want to keep you here too long. Brian's Uh, getting tired. So no special segment this time around uh, because we actually had quite a bit of news and of course a review that we had to talk about. Um, So first discussion, I've seen this uh, question floating around. What are they going to replace Frozen live with? over in dca um obviously probably not something for a while but uh what would you like to see as a live production over at dca if i had my absolute best pick i would bring back aladdin but um i'm assuming that's probably not gonna happen so <laughs> it would be cost I effective pick one thing to put in there it would be cost effective and i feel like disney yeah. could use that right now Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> um, i this is a, a tough thing to think about because there's so many different properties i feel like you could pull from oh yeah but i almost feel like you need to with where it resides in DCA, I feel like it's best served to maybe go with some kind of Marvel presentation. Yeah. I can see that. In fact, there's a Spider-Man Broadway show. Exactly. That's what I was saying. (laughs) Maybe bring a miniature version of that. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I think uh, Bono wrote that. The music for that. Yeah. eh. I'm not a big... uh, you two guy, but uh, they've got some good stuff in their early years. I uh, I hear it was a really good musical. Never saw it myself, but uh, I agree. I think that would probably fit better. Um, I can't imagine they could turn any other superhero franchise into a musical. <laughs> i almost uh, wonder if they just don't even go the musical route anymore and just make it another stage show because i feel like you could do other marvel things with just a stage show and not necessarily a musical like a stunt show of some kind yeah however Uh, i would like to hear like a duet between peter quill and gamora or something or, (laughs) or drax and mantis right yeah i uh I don't know. It depends. Are they keep? Are they going to turn all that into Marvel? I guess the Marvel meet and greets on the other side of the theater, and then Guardians is on the other side. Yeah. So it's right in the middle of two it's Marvel. It's kind of smack dab in the middle of Marvel. I mean, the the interesting thing is Monsters and Mickey's Philhar Magic are going to get severely out of place really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I don't know. Where's the cutoff for Marvel Land? Is I it, don't know anymore. Is it at Guardians or is it at the meet and greets? Could they keep the meet and greets as a Hollywood type feature uh, where you're meeting the characters? You know, it's Hollywood. It's uh, 
it's a set, you know, so to speak. I don't know. Yeah. But will all these meet and greets move once Avengers Campus is open? Probably. That's uh, a good point. That's the other thing to consider. So I don't know what they do with it, but with the way that it's set up now, I could definitely see some kind of Marvel thing. Yeah, I say if it's Marvel, definitely probably the Spider-Man would make sense. Uh, But if they keep it the Hollywood area and don't do Marvel there, what would you want to see there as a musical stage production? Sorry, you cut out there. What, oh. <laughs> what was the end of that? So uh, all of a sudden I just heard stage production. Yeah. 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 So uh, obviously if it's considered a Marvel area, Spider-Man would probably be the best fit. I think we're in agreement on that. Yeah. But uh, if they don't do Marvel in that area and keep it a musical production of some Disney franchise, what what uh, what would you uh, what would you want to see? Ooh, if I could pick any one of them, I might say Beauty and the Beast. I mean, and that is they've done a Broadway version of that, so that would make yeah. sense. Nice. Yeah, my thoughts, obviously, Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. Uh, but uh, I feel like I, uh, I pitch this a lot. <laughs> but a Princess and the Frog I don't know where this play. is. I knew it. I knew it. Could you imagine, like, friends on the other it side re- on the stage? I think it could be yeah. really, really cool. So, uh, Oh, yeah. That's my vote. <laughs> but... Uh, We'll see. We'll see what happens. Didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so for the listeners, let us know what you would like to see over at the uh, current Frozen Live Theater. Um, and I'm going to set the rule: you can't say Aladdin. Ah, bummer. Obviously, we'd like to see Aladdin back because it was awesome. Uh, great music. It was always fun, but uh, what uh, new pop and fresh uh, stage production would you like to see that hasn't been there before? So, um, and then next discussion, it's Thanksgiving. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Uh, and uh, personally, I am, I am grateful for the Disneyland Resort. Um, I just was curious, Brian, are you... Are you grateful for the Disneyland Resort? Are you thankful that uh, that it's a, a thing, a place you can go with your family? Of course. Nice. And why, in your opinion, are you grateful to have the <gasps> Disney Resort in your life? So I feel like with Disneyland, it is a place that I can go that is somewhere where you can almost escape from normal life for a little while. Um, Yes, it is still normal life, but um, there is something I feel like that changes once you pass through those gates, especially through those tunnels and onto main street that just transport you to a different way of life, a different feel um and i feel like it is a 
representation of a simpler time that we have kind of strayed from as a society and something I think that deep down each of us still yearn for even though we can't get it in the normal world so I think it 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 hits those spots that we can't get elsewhere um, and gives a, a great place to be able to take your family, to just be able to build those family relationships, uh, have a good time together. Um, a lot of it is stuff that you can do all together. There's not a lot that is overly restrictive as far as the like, height requirements go. Uh, obviously you have some of the bigger stuff but it's very few and far between especially in the disneyland re re uh, park of the resort um it was a lot of family-based attractions and for that i am quite grateful and thankful for disneyland and for walt for putting this all together for all of us to be able to enjoy boom well said. I ditto all of that. Um, I will also add uh, that uh, because of Disneyland, I mean, we've, we've done this podcast, uh, which has been fun, I would say. Um, I think we've built some good friendships with, uh, with quite a few people that we would not otherwise really uh, know, which is kind of yeah. cool. Uh, we've had some really cool opportunities, um, really cool, I guess, experiences. I mean, we've interviewed some really cool people, um, some celebrities. You know, we've we've gotten to do a lot of fun things, I think. So um, there's that. Uh, and, you know, just uh, good family memories uh, that you otherwise wouldn't have. But uh, definitely agree. Yes, it's a place where you can feel like a child again even though uh we're old uh <laughs> but uh you can go there and just forget about everything and just enjoy a turkey leg go ride the haunted mansion and be with ghosts be with pirates on pirates of the caribbean um and just escape so yeah i agree yay disneyland <laughs> that's right and you even were able to meet up with a listener oh, yeah. in another country. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. That was pretty dope. So, yeah. Yeah, to add on to those experiences, being able to uh, meet up with Austin Sometimes. and his family uh, in, in yeah. Tokyo. That was uh, very unexpected, uh, but, but very yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, sometimes I wish we lived a little closer to the park so we could have like meetups every now and then. And oh yeah, say yeah, everybody meet here. We're all gonna go ride haunted mansion or pirates or something. All right, and then but, we'll all go crash uh, the uh, tropical hideaway and have some lumpia. I don't know. Yes, but you have to buy your own. Yes, yes, it's expensive. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Anything else you want to add? I don't think so. I'm just wishing we could get there, be able to experience all the things, but definitely grateful for everything that Disneyland has brought to both of our lives. Oh, yeah. All right. And then, of course, 
we want to thank you guys for listening to uh to the podcast thank you for being yes. a listener we're very grateful for you guys and grateful for you joining us this week um we do want to remind you that yes you can reach out to us um on social media facebook instagram tiktok and twitter so go follow us like us whatever it is you do on those platforms and interact with us and then of course we've got our phone number and email which we mentioned earlier um and uh if you haven't please go and leave us a kind five-star review on uh, the following platforms that would be once again apple podcasts soundcloud stitcher player fm tune in google play and amazon music oh uh, yeah and if you have the ability please subscribe as well uh we'd love to uh be on your feed every wednesday so uh we do want to thank bryce gardner for the theme song it's fantastic thank you bryce go check him out he does music under the name of delta theory on most music streaming platforms and that is it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. And please join us every week, every Wednesday, to hear the new word on the main streets. Goodbye. Goodbye. Gobble, gobble.